Gate 14 podcast. The boys are all here. The vibes are all immaculate. The boys are buzzing. JR, let's start with you, man. How are you doing? Ever since that picture got released from anonymous uh, source. <laughs> Seems like you uh, found your way to my Facebook. No. I, think I... <laughs> I actually don't even know where you found that. Like I, I just Googled I Jeremy picture. Roach Laurentian. I tried okay. to find... There's actually a, a picture of you as an infant, but I didn't want to post that and get charged. Oh, I need um, to. I need to find the picture of me when I'm like is seven this year you? old. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's a classic picture. That's on my yeah, wall. Actually, that is an. Well, I'll post that one actually. Um, in a little bit. Go. But, there's one. There's an all-time picture of me with this horrendous haircut. Six years old, just black eye. <laughs> Did Chris give you Complete that black eye? Sh- what? Did Chris give you the black eye? No, just ball right to the. Been there. Ball right to the face. I've been there, man. I've been there right in the glasses. But uh, Avery, how are you doing, brother? Good. Um, The boys are going to want to talk about this, but Laurie baseball team, little disappointing this weekend, but (laughs) the curse is over. I think I'm not totally sure. We scored a school record of runs with me on first base. Really? So the curse is done. Curse is done. We won 25 to 10 game one, lost game two, three, two. How do you do that? Yeah, no, you wait. See, the thing is, right, you, you gave away all your runs. Um, I think we did score too many. That's yeah, you hit the nail on the head. You can't that like that's baseball, though, right? You just can't score too many runs. And I will say this. Um, I know there's a lot of college baseball listeners out there on this podcast. I want to coach a rival team of Loria. <laughs> I think I think I'm going all in. I know there's a lot of University of Guelph kids that are listening to this podcast. Um, let me see the schedule when you guys play. We played them. We played them already. Okay, then playoffs the though, Johnny. Okay, I want to coach uh, either Waterloo, uh, whatever. If you are listening to this podcast and you are a part of one of these teams in the OUA, I would if you would have me. I would love to be out there. I would love to be out there against Avery go mano y mano. Um, first base coaches, maybe a little bit of a handshake at uh, pregame. I would love it. I would love to coach against Avery Shanye. So we, if someone could make that possible. We would have to do a jersey swap after the game. Yeah, that would be mandatory. It's two guys who don't really have an impact on the game. <laughs> but that would be all time. That would celebrate. be all time. Yep. But you're, you're speaking about this. So you won 24 to 10. Lost three to two, won eleven to one, and then lost eighteen to five. Is there any team as inconsistent as the Laurier Golden Hawks? Like, what uh, the fuck first is this? Half what is Toronto this? Blue Jays? True, true. But the but Blue Jays did turn it around, and we will be going. Were the Laurier that. Golden Hawks? I think that yeah, are going to turn it around. Okay. Well, you're due. I mean, we, well, I'm glad we got that out of the we way. Be, so we I'm- beat every team's best pitcher, and then lose to the guy throwing 81 yeah True. it's but you guys also did lose to an 18u team miss saga north that's a oh, tough look we and we got shit pumped like it wasn't <laughs> they had some kid hit a massive home run but they they had guys out there throwing 90 like better than some of the arms we faced in the league okay but we did so not it was like have... a, it, yeah it was like a it no, was but like defensively when, it was like they shouldn't have it was scored like when that Notre Dame. It was like when Notre, Notre Dame face, pays to face a school and gets dog walked by them. That's yeah. the same shit. It's a horrible look. Yeah, that's, that shouldn't happen. Because it's like, we don't want those players to come play for us if they don't go to the States, right? And then 
they dog walk us and it's bad. Won't yeah. happen again though. Tough look. But I, but going back into that picture that I tweeted, JR, what's the deal with your face? Is that like if I got a slow-mo of every at bat you had, would that be like your dialed in face where it's like the clenched mouth? Um, no idea what's going on, like crazy eyes. Like, is that the go-to for you? Or how, how, like where do you stand on that? Because that is an absurd picture. Well, that was playoff ball right there. That was provincial. So like that's a but new you're piece. hitting into a net off the field. I am hitting into a net. <laughs> but that's playoff ball right there. But yeah, you probably would see me like that nine times out of ten. <laughs> it's a wild, it's a wild visual. But before we go into what the what do you weekend, think of his style though? Not I like it. I like the stirrups. You're you're a stirrup guy. Like you're an outfielder, you're fast, mm-hmm. maybe not the most power at the plate. You give me the stirrup vibes. You really do. So I just wanted to establish that with you. But before we go into the Jays this weekend and all that type of stuff, I want to talk about this because it's something that Avery is very passionate about. We got to talk. Is is this Mitch White trade, (laughs) who, by the way, got his clock rocked in fucking AAA? Let me read the stats for uh, Mitchie boy, uh, micro meat Mitch. Five innings, nine hits, eight and runs, one walk, five punchies, two nukes, a 14-40 ERA this year in AAA. Is the Mitch White trade one of the worst trades that Jays have made, made in recent memory? Because for me it is. And I know we're going to have tons of people in the comment section. Oh, but the Jays got a top 10 prospect infielder. Does this team fucking need more infielders? This team has fucking an unbelievable infield, I guess outside from second base maybe, but Santiago Small was an all-star. This team needs starting pitching. And Nick Frosso, let me read his fucking stats this year because apparently his sample size was too small in our comments earlier. 16 or 54 innings, 76 punchies, 0.93 whip, 183 ERA, and a 0 0 record. Like Nick Frosso is a freak of nature and he's a 98, and you trade for fucking Mitch White and an infield prospect. Avery, I know you're passionate about this. What do you got to say about this Nick Frosso bullshit? Um, I think he's going to be one of the best pitchers in baseball at some point. And, <laughs> and it's more and more looking like that's going to come to fruition because Mitch White, it didn't really make sense in general. But I'd say, hey, if it's player to be named later, cash considerations, it's a fine deal. It's fine to take a waiver. But there's a reason why the Dodgers were fine to get rid of him. Again, Dustin May was coming back. Pitches are coming back. They have Bobby Miller and some sick guys that, they have ready to go through that order and that rotation eventually in the coming years. But Nick Frasso is a fucking stud. The Dodgers do their advanced analytic work. They are like the Orioles with money, which is nuts because the O's <laughs> do the work and they get in the weeds because they have no money and they have to, but the Dodgers have the money and they do this and that's how they keep being consistently good. And then they go out and get good players because they have the money to get them. Nick Frasso, I think he's going to be a 10-time All-Star, win 12 Cy Youngs, and we're just going to be here saying it's the worst trade of all time. Again, that's a little over-exaggeration for a guy who's throwing out of the pen, but I think he's going to be very good. It's just, it's like, Mitch White is ungodly bad. Like, Yusei Kikuchi is substantially better than Mitch White. And that's like, that's not even a hot take. I'm pretty sure all of Blue Jays' Twitter agrees with me on that. Yeah, But Mitch White is terrible. Not to get you off, but I do feel like an off-season with Pete Walker in the lab could fix some things, but it's it does not look good. I don't have much hope for Micro Meat Mitch. JR, where do you stand with Mitch White? Are you are you a Mitch White stan? 
Where where no. are you at that? <clears throat> it feels like someone someone in the upper office, whoever's dealing with the my job is to recruit pitchers, is do, should be fired. <laughs> Like who was scouting Mitch White you. and said, this is our guy. <laughs> Whoever is deciding that it was a good, so someone went to Ross and said, Kikuchi is a good option here. Someone dove into the analytics and then someone probably said, let's get Mitch White. So someone up there is feeding dog shit information to Ross. <laughs> they should be fired. Really fucking... It's really bad, dude. Cause that's, it is... that's two for two. Yeah. It's like, and listen, the, you got to tip your cap to some of the trades Ross did make, though. I mean, mm-hmm. the Matt Chapman deal, I come on. What a fucking deal. I The Jays gave up Kevin Smith, Zach Log, or whatever his name is, Kirby Sneed, who has like an infinity ERA. Like, that trade was a fleecing, an mm-hmm. absolute murder, broad daylight fleecing by uh, Ross Atkins. So you do have to tip your cap for that stuff. but For sure, but if you look at it, Alec Manoa is the – really only good pitcher to come through the system in a while. And he was a college guy, a four-year college guy who was a stud who didn't need time in the minors. When, this is a bad question to ask us, but when was the last time we had a homegrown talent become really good for a guy we drafted out of high school and then got up to the majors? It feels like it's been a long time. Maybe I'm forgetting someone, but it feels like a long time. So one, we're incapable of scouting starting pitching talent that we don't have to pay a premium for because Ryu paid a premium, Gosman paid a premium, that's working out. And then Barrios, we paid a premium for a guy who's been shit. So when have we made a deal trade for a good arm that's helped us out? We just can't, we don't know what we're doing with starting pitching. And no. like anywhere in the system, we don't know what we're doing with starting pitching. Asleep at the wheel. Really, asleep at the wheel because you look at guys that were these so-called prodigies coming up, and no offense to Nate Pearson, he's always injured, right? I mean, that's a guy that was like, holy shit, can't miss type of stuff. Julian Merriweather, another guy, can't miss type of stuff, has been not great in, in the majors, not great for the Blue Jays. So just a ton of misses, misses, misses by this by this ownership and this management. It's been terrible. And this Mitch White deal, like, Nick Frosso is a knee that the Toronto Blue Jays have. A lefty guy that can pitch out of the bullpen that has high strikeout numbers. He's a righty. He's a or, righty. Sorry, a guy that's out of the bullpen, I meant to say, that yeah. has good numbers. Like, come on, man. That's the fucking guy you trade. And then you trade Max Castillo, who had success for the Toronto Blue Jays. Pretty decent success. And you give him to the Royals. Like, I don't know, man. It's just that, a ton of like that one also. I totally forgot about Max Castillo. It. He would probably be putting together some better innings than, well, I actually it's not very hard to do. I think he might have been able to put together some. Uh, and and by n- the way, Mitch White is twenty seven, Max Castillo's twenty three. So you mm. also gave up all like four years, and Max Castillo has a two nine seven ERA this year. Yeah, he's in the a two nine seven. Like the Jays just threw this guy away and decided to do like let's get Mitch White and put kind of slot Mitch White in that spot. For fucking Mas Castillo, who's four years younger and has had way more success early on in his career than Mitch White has had. But it doesn't make ha- any sense. He has an eight ERA in the minors somehow. <laughs> what the fuck? Mas Castillo? Yeah. Maybe he he's just a, he's a show guy. He's only good on the show. Yeah, he must. He had a he had a three oh five ERA for the Jays and a two seven nine ERA for the Royals. And then an eight ERA in the oh the international leagues. No, the International League isn't that hard to be in. 
uh, yeah, that's not great. But yeah, I think he'd have some more success here. So let's go into some of like the uh, questions that we got from the listeners. So this, this is my favorite part, by the way. The questions are great. <laughs> there are some funny ones. So this is the first one that I wanted to go into because I think it's a good question. By the way, Max Castillo's same birthday as me, May 4th. So shout out my birthday friend. Um, <laughs> Jay's lineup in game one of the of the wild card or the division series. Who are you guys going? Let's Let's brainstorm this lineup. I'm going, obviously, George Springer one. Who do you guys have in the two hole? Let's let's do position positions. Do you think we should do positions or lineup? I think lineup makes more sense because then you can have like the you can just go uh, slot by slot so yeah. people can know what the lineup's going to be. So we'll brainstorm. Mm-hmm. So George Springer, guarantee one, right? Obviously, yeah. who's in the two hole for you? Uh, Bo for me. Yeah, Bo. Bo was shut in the two hole at shortstop. Obviously, Springer in center. Three hole consensus, Vladdy. Obviously, mm-hmm. Vladdy in the three hole. Tay Oscar in the four hole for me. Yeah, that mm-hmm. I'm most comfortable with that. Lourdes in the five hole. No, I'd put Chapman in the five hole. Really? Uh, I would want to do that, but I think getting on base and not having to swing and miss guys back to back is probably not a great thing in this lineup. Yeah. So maybe Lourdes there. Okay. So Lourdes five Chapman six at third Lourdes in left, obviously. Yeah. Um, Chapman at third. Well, now we're leaving out. Now Kirk's Kirk. all the way down. So our, okay, yeah. This no, is why no, we're no, no. Okay, take take Lourdes out. I w- I'd put Kirk in the five, five hole. Yeah, Kirk mm-hmm. five, Lourdes six, Chapman seven. No, no, I'd go. That's where I'd put them because it's not too swing and miss, guys. For me, I'd go Kirk, Chapman, Lourdes. Okay, so Kirk, Chapman, Lourdes, and then the eight hole is obviously going to be Espinal. Nine hole is going to be Jano. I'd put Biggio in instead of Espinal. No, Jan. Wait, no, 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 no. no. Jano's not on the game. Kirk's well, catching. You'd rather have Kirk catch over Jano? Yeah, because look, we could put a DH. We're not. Would you well, not who, rather? Would you? Would you rather have Jano hit in the lineup? I mean, he's been on the fucking loose as of late. I Fuck, that's t- tough. I guess I guess in a playoff game, I think game one, Jano catches it. I guess it's easy. What what's easier is if there's any situation you could make a move like in the third if you add to and you have Tappy off the bench, like for speed, right? Yes. Like if Jano gets on, it's just bang, put Tappy in the lineup and Kirk goes catch. But is that really good? I don't know. I've never been a catcher, but I don't know about that mindset of like going into a game and like you like in the third inning like will that fuck with our starters you know what yeah, i mean and, and and jano has more like pitchers are more successful jano behind the dish though besides yeah. manoa obviously manoa is the only guy that's like kind of like the one-off with jano behind the plate um so so far what we have is springer bichette vladi teo kirk chapman at third right yeah obviously and then seven lordis and left and then eight nine is where we have differences I'd almost so, go Whit Merrifield, man. I don't know why. That's over Espinal. Yeah, yeah, dude. I don't think so, man. Maybe I'm I just think... not locked into it. But I mean, who has a better chance of actually swiping a bag? It's Whit, but especially um, at the bottom of that order, like a guy like um, Whit's also I, a veteran, right? Like it's. I think they'd start him. I mean, you didn't trade for a guy like that to play. On but the I think Espinal, th- this last 30 games, has earned a, a starting role at second, though. 
I know, like Avery said, he's not as locked in. Like Espinal's hitting 294 his last 30 games, 30, yeah, 368 good. OBP and a 341 slugging percentage. So he's kind of earned that you can't mm-hmm. take SB out of the lineup. Like he's been better than Merrifield by a significant fucking margin. Like Mer- Merrifield's a guy that comes off the bench that the moment's not going to get too big for, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I might have been talking on my ass. Whit Merrifield has a. 44 OPS plus with the Toronto yeah. Blue Jays. Yeah, that's terrible. So yeah. Espinal at second. And then, but, but, I, the, I, but there, why wouldn't you play Biggio for a guy that's probably going to get on base? Biggio for who? Instead of Espinal. Uh, let's see this. This is good. We're brainstorming this because then we're going to, at the end, we're going to, we got a lot of guys in our bench. Well, Biggio is hitting .063 in his last seven and 147 in his last 15 and 178 in his last 30. So sure. there's what's no it, way Biggio is starting his a OBP in those, though. 211, 310, and 299. Uh, Espinal is beating him in every single category. Nice. Okay. Yeah. So it has to be Espinal. Espinal's OBP is 353 his last seven, 375 last 15, 368 his last 30. Espinal's earned his second, second baseman mm-hmm. spot. That's not even discussion now. So now the catching rule is up because we already used the DH. So we can go Jano in the nine hole. That's a good lineup. Do you think we would do them in DH? Because there's no way. Would we carry three catchers in the playoffs? Yeah, I don't know. Nah, Moreno would just get sent down. Yeah, Moreno wouldn't. No, they wouldn't do it. So then they wouldn't have two of their catchers in the game. Why not? Oh, just I think no, they would not? though. I think it's playoffs. You go, you go your best guys, man. Because yeah. then if one goes down, like let's say Jano goes down or Kirk goes down, you always have that backup option. Like, and you could flip that DH. Sure, but if or... they're in the game, they lose the DH, then you have a pitcher hitting. Yeah, I guess, but I, I, that's the best lineup in my opinion. For sure. Oh like, yeah. Or, or maybe is... no. Or maybe they'll just find a way to have Moreno up. Yeah, they'll they'll figure yeah. out a way, dude. You don't in, mm-hmm. in the playoffs. You don't need five hundred guys in the bullpen. True, and especially yeah, mm-hmm. three. Uh, yeah. So this is so this is the lineup that we agreed on. All right, this is the Toronto Blue Jays playoff lineup. I don't know if people are going to agree with this. They might. So we got hitting first Springer, Bichette hitting in the two hole, Vladdy hitting in the three hole, Teo in the four hole, Kirk in the five hole, Chapman hitting sixth, Lourdes hitting seven, Espinal hitting eight, Jano hitting nine. I think that lineup gives the Toronto Blue Jays the best chance to win in the playoffs. And that's like, that's just going balls to the wall, putting all your big guys in. And I, and for the starting pitcher, Avery, who are you going? One, two, three. Um, Manoa, Gosman, Strip. Ross Stripling. Brios out of the bullpen. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I think that that should be the good one, two, three. Here's, I, okay. Here's an issue though. We, that there's not one lefty in that lineup. That's um, why I, that's my thing for Biggio. You could like flip-flop would... Espinal and Biggio, though, depending look at on Tapia. Pitchers. Look at his numbers. Look up Tapia. Like, how do you do you not consider that guy playing first game? She's hitting 259. I mean, that's not really crazy numbers. No, but that's speed at the bottom of the order. I think it really depends. I think if a if a if a right is an awesome Awesome off the bench bench guy. Yeah. And he's a lefty. Again, you could pinch hit against like a righty in a big situation. Like let's say a righty comes out of the bullpen who struggles against lefties. Mm -hmm. You have a, you have Tapia. I mean, that's, that's a good guy out of the, I think that is the best lineup. Like, listen, I know it's all righty lineup, 
but they've been going all righty lineups yeah, all fucking year pretty much. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't nothing new for the Toronto Blue Jays. They'll still mix in, I guess, a lefty every once in a while, but it's all that type of stuff. But here's a, here's a question for you. If For the bench option, right? You can only obviously have a certain amount of guys on the bench. Moreno is gone, right? Like I know we were talking about that earlier. He's done. He won't be. He won't be up with the team. I think you have to make room for Whitmer. I think the bench guys, if you can, our, have our other room, catchers gone. We're gonna have to have carry three. I think. So you think? Okay, I guess. But mm-hmm. if I'm going bench guys, it has to be Jackie Bradley, obviously, because he is unbelievable in the outfield. I mean, he is. He makes a substantial difference. Jackie Bradley, um, Tapia, Whitmerfield, and Calvin Vigio would be on the bench there. You can't ha- have room for Zimmer and fucking Moreno. That's six guys on the bench, dude. I mean, Dalton Pompey was a playoff guy. They're gonna they're gonna make room for Zimmer. Yeah, you need a speed guy. You need but like, everyone's got that steel. But that's like that's fucking five outfielders then, and on the bench or four. Merrifield and Biggio can play anywhere. Okay, I guess. Okay, I guess. Like, and for just... your all right-handed hitting lineup argument, I know you're not making the argument, uh, but the Blue Jays are the third best lineup in baseball against righties. Okay, they, exactly. They don't have an issue. Yeah, exactly. So that's like I think that's a lineup that goes. That's the best seeing. Lineup they're going to be seeing the best pitchers in the majors. It's a yeah. little different. Sure. Right? Playoff baseball. When you're, when you're a righty hitter going up against the best righty in baseball, it, it makes a difference, but that means they can, they just see them well to me. Like, well, let's even look at strikeout rate. They have, the... but you can't tell me that a righty sees a, a righty better than a lefty. It's just not a thing. People have reverse splits. It makes it's, I think it's more of a case by case basis than, we think. I don't know about that. The spat because the I, differently. But if I told you I like hitting lefties better than righties, what can you say to that? You can say, oh, yeah. traditionally that doesn't make sense. No, but if you but, like hitting. But righties the issue more. is, is we when we play, we we see all righties. But if you were split between lefties and righties all year, I bet you the percentages would say probably eighty percent of the time you'd say I'd rather face lefties because you see the ball way better. Sure, but you just don't see more lefties than righties. Like yeah, I mean, I mean we're, we're just going in circles here. I, I it's it's like it, this line. It's a conversation that needs to happen. Yeah, and, and for us as the lineup, managers of the team, this this <laughs> we have this a big lineup, say. This lineup is special either way. I, that that's like how you can say it. like Tapia off the bench as well as like Whit Merrifield, who is a playoff vet, all star off the bench is in Calvin Biggio. I know he's hitting below like half his body weight, but those are three guys that are good off the bench, like. And I'm fine with an already lineup. I think an already lineup, especially in the playoffs, you fucking throw analytics out of the window in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You go with your best fucking guys. And this lineup right here, this lineup right here gives the Jays the best chance. Maybe not defensive-wise with fucking Teo and right and Lourdes and left, but, not, that's, I mean, that's, but that's why you have those guys on the bench for defensive replacements. Yeah, I can't mm-hmm. wait to see Zimmer in the playoffs, defensive replacement. It's going to be fucking great. It's gonna, it's gonna I, be. I think I'm gonna go on to MLB the show, simulate a full season, go to the playoffs, and find a picture of Bradley Zimmer holding the World Series trophy. Yes, and, and that, yeah, good, and, good voodoo. And tweet it out tonight. And good voodoo. And another comment that we keep getting is Pearson as the fifth starter. No, he's working. He hasn't thrown a fucking working in, in Triple A as a fucking reliever, guys. As a reliever. Turn your brains on. Like, 
I understand this, man. Like, it's just fucking crazy. Where the like, fuck is he? <laughs> fuck. He's just, I don't know how he's doing, to be honest. I haven't really looked up his stuff, but it's just, it is wild. But going into the young guys also, man, I did see a quote saying that Vladdy wanted to stay with the Toronto Blue Jays. Like, he wants to be here. Like, I don't know if he said forever, but he said a very... What the fuck are we waiting for? <laughs> what are we waiting? Like, do... The way... Leo is what I wish the Toronto Blue Jays would do. Like, what is stopping them? Makes zero fucking sense, man. It's got to be something. It's got to be something bigger than the management. It's got to be something upstairs. Well, they just don't have the money to. No, just like, I don't know. Maybe Rogers Rogers doesn't want to pull the trigger or something. Yeah. Poor, Poor fucking Rogers, man. There's no way they they don't want to resign him. Like it's just, yeah, he's, he's money, definitely gonna he's sign a money here. bag, dude. He's People also a marketing him. fucking wizard for the Jays. Yeah. One, and if they're gonna let anyone walk, it's gonna be Bo. But Ooh. when the time comes, Nate Pearson Bo. two and zero in AAA. Wow, call him up. When's the last time he threw? I'm not checking the game logs, but a one eight six ERA. Holy shit! Eight games, nine innings but, pitched, only four hits. You Jared. know who's also you know who's also yeah, good at fucking AAA is Jeremy Beasley. Out of that turnout for the, for the easily so fucking he's got issues. Praying to God after giving up a hundred. <laughs> when it was Banda and Beasley and in the sixth. Yeah, and take seven. it. <laughs> we thought take our bullpen it. was bad. Now, now this team, this team, five five and a half games back of first place and first place in the wild card had fucking Jeremy Beasley and Anthony Banda pitching for them out of the fucking bullpen. Could you imagine where this team been if they had this bullpen they have right now the entire year? This team would be a fucking wagon. Beasley has issues, like serious issues. I thought Banda was the next coming of Christ. I thought he was going to be. You were a big Banda guy, which was a crazy hill to die on. (laughs) Whatever happened to uh, Gage? Is he just, I don't know. Like, does anyone know how he's doing in the minor? Uh, I couldn't tell you. I seriously couldn't tell you. <laughs> Remember, he was just like fucking really good, and then they just really <laughs> sent him down, and we never heard a, another word from him. <laughs> if, I if, couldn't tell you. If, if Gage had cornrows the next time we see him, I wouldn't be surprised, by the way. Yeah. I'm trying to switch it up. Yeah. I just, man, what a fucking crazy year this has been. Like, looking back on this, and we, I think the Jays only have like 15 games left, if I have that correctly. Dude, it is. It is. The schedule is winding down. It's wild, man. Quickly. Like I'm, I've already, um, you, you, you like my, saved up for playoff tickets. I'm going to the playoff games. I'm, I will be going to the playoff games. Um, if it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, dude, and I'm, it would no. be October. Yeah, it is. That's how it, it would be. Yeah, it would be Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, Thanksgiving weekend. It's August sixth, seventh, eighth. You will oh. have to carry me out of the Rogers Center in a body bag if they sweep. That's all. That's all I'm going to say. If the Toronto, like, listen, Avery. Actually, this is the point, Avery. You know I'm a third wild card guy. I want you to sell me on the Jays making the first wild card. I want you to sell me on it because listen, I am a third there's, wild card guy. Till there's I only die. one spot I'm going to sell you on. You get to go to the games. That's you to, it. You get to be in the well. Not that's it. First of all, city alive, right? We could be slinging merch for us. Like we get our playoff shirts going. Make ASAP, thousands of dude. dollars. We'll, we'll say we print what you want. I want 150. We'll just go out of the Rogers Center and sell them straight. Cash, and we're going to upcharge the shit out of them, too, to pay for and the people tickets. People will buy them. People, people will buy, buy them, them, too. Like, yes. I'm the content 
think about how many TikTok followers we could get from live content at the Rogers Center. I'll break, I'll vlog it, you know, chop it up for the TikTok. And it we're could be going like that. to the game. Like, I want this a, a pack now between like if the Jays make the playoffs and have home games, we're going to the games. How much do you think it'll cost? I already look, dude. The tickets are only 150 right now. Oh, for like yeah, for seats I'm... in the house for like five, no, like 500, like not, not bad okay. tickets, like 150. And I think they'll stay oh. at that because you got to think, right? Like some, some people might wait until like ALDS, like the, they'll, they're, yeah. they'll be hesitant with the wild card and stuff like that, right? Is that off the J site or the off Ticketmaster? Like... Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, Cause, and also you got to understand, right? The tickets that are being sold right now are the season ticket people selling their tickets. The, yeah, the, yeah. the rest of the stadium tickets aren't aren't for yeah, sale so don't yet. buy them now yeah yeah, so yeah don't buy them now. wait until they release because cheaper. you remember when the jays came back home at the rogers center the tickets were expensive as fuck but then they released them to the general public and they were way cheaper so yeah just wait. we made that mistake didn't we no for the home opener no we we paid cheap ass tickets I thought like, we paid uh, that's like what I'm saying. seventy, so, uh, and then they went down to like ten dollars once they I think, actually released them. I think yeah. if we're on the website and we're there, you could get cheap tickets. Like you can get the face value tickets. Well, you're I'm down. I'm down to go to like. Okay, well, let's see what the price is. But like, I don't give a percent locking the, in going. for a game. Yeah, I'll uh, be I'm, there. I'm going for a game. I don't give a fuck. I'll solo vlog it if I have to. I. That that uh, the Jays and the, you know what's crazy is and the people don't understand this like we haven't had a playoff baseball game at the Rogers Center. Oh my god! Since 2016, six years when we lost to Cleveland, right? Yes, yeah. that was the last time the Blue Jays had a playoff game in Toronto. I am starving <laughs> for the fucking Rogers Center atmosphere, especially now because listen that team that made the playoffs that wasn't homegrown talent you had guys like you picked apart from other teams this is homegrown talent the storyline you have guys that play together all through the minors with a couple extra pieces like chapman and all these guys this is all homegrown guys that we from fucking 2015 2016 have heard about all these massive prospects they're here this is our chance to see the homegrown guys that have only played for the toronto blue jays play in a playoff game at the fucking rogers center man I, I literally, like, I can't wait for it. I seriously can't wait for it. It's going to be all time. I hope to God they get a home playoff game. I really Dude. do. Well, they fuck, and they got to do what you don't want to do. They got to fucking be top wild card. That's fine. Dude, it's they either... gotta, dude we just got to accept it. They got to be that, man. There's no way we're going into playoffs with the chance of never having a home game. That would be so fucking depressing. That would be, it would almost feel like a waste of a year. You sold me on it. I, I'm sold. I'm done. I want fuck how... the Astros. Fuck the Astros. We'll beat them in the I second want you. Round. I'm sold on it now. I Anything can happen in the fucking playoffs. You saw with the Braves last year. I am done. There is no yeah. more tank. You got to beat the best. There's no beat more the tank for third place. I'm yeah. all in on the first wild card. Love that. We get the fucking first this is, wild He's card. doing the reverse jinx now, Jerry. He wants I, us. No, 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 I don't. No, I couldn't no, tell no, no, him. <laughs> if I'm not doing reverse jinx, I actually, I genuinely, I'm thinking in my mind about the gate 14 boys, like our following, <sighs> uh, just our following, seeing us green, greeting us at the games and the playoffs. And it just gets me fucking shirts. Going. The shirts, the thick Jesus shirts painted oh, around the Rogers Center. God. Playoff shirts. I'm all in. You know, just think about this. Think about a Kirk wearing a thick Jesus shirt. I'll give him mine off my back. Yeah. So when they're selling, when we're celebrating the win of the series, we throw shirts at them. Yes. And we go down and throw them. Think about this. I'm, I know Johnny's 
in on one, but think of the parade if we win the World Series. Johnny on a fucking on a I float. was promised. I was promised. Who by are you Jano. promised by? Jano, Nate oh. Pierce. I always ask the Jays guys when they come on the official official podcast if I'm if I'm. I could probably free. slide in Jan- uh, not Jano, but Pearson. <laughs> well, he has to be on the shot. team, guys. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah the, the Dunedin Blue Jays aren't going to have a parade in Toronto. Yeah, that is true. But yeah, so, Pearson will be here. Next time we're at home, Pearson. <laughs> but can he strong. make the playoff roster, though, is what you I'm saying. You can put any. Dude, oh, come on. Come on. I, I think forget, you have to play before a certain time. Yeah, I forget those rules, too. Wait, I don't know are, he is he already be. doomed? Okay, well, like, why are why is no one, like, is Harash not tweeting about Pearson? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Someone's got to do the dirty work here. <laughs> yeah, it's just, dude, like, playoff baseball in Toronto. Like, I, I know you have the sayings, like, oh, playoff baseball in L.A., like, oh. Dodger Stadium and all that type of stuff. Listen to me. Different now. here, man. It's fucking different here. Mm-hmm. These fans are fucking crazy. <laughs> I'm crazy. You've seen me on the TikTok live. Imagine me in the fucking Rogers Center in the playoffs. I'd be going, fu- it'd be must watch. I need it so fucking bad. And I like, oh my think God. About, think about this. I think might be November. a second level guy for playoffs. Think about November snow on the ground playoff baseball at the Rogers Center, though. <laughs> and it's never, never seen it. That would be awesome. True. I, I would not go crazy like the, with the, the World, World Series, Series talk. I just want the fucking playoffs. I just no, want I'm thinking World game. Series. I want a playoff game, man. I, I really do. Game. It, I'm going to be so man. depressed. The content would be all fucking day, and it would just. We got to watch, watch our boys cook, man, at home. Picture Manoa. And think think about this. <laughs> think of all the money the team can make to give Vlad money. True. Picture Manoa. Mm-hmm. Picture Manoa pitching at the Rogers Center game one in the fucking wildcard series. He would he would fucking go fisticuffs with John Schneider if John Schneider thought taking him out after like 98, which he never would. John Schneider's a dog, but he would murder someone. He wouldn't fucking murder someone. So, yeah, give me I think only baseball. our second option would be to live stream the games of us watching the game live. Stop. Yes, I I think we could do that. Like if they play away, I, I, yeah, like the Twitch stream or a live stream like that would be awesome at a bar or whatever. But we'll it figure would, that out. It would have It'd to be, be tough at though, box like, HQ. No, it I almost need to be like focus, like pure. Like this is fucking playoffs. I'm dialed have to be in. dialed in, dude. We're like two weeks. Like we have how many more episodes until the playoffs? Because it's like. Because we're, we're getting close okay, to it right so here. The season ends on like a Wednesday and then the Friday start. So it's like, I guess what we have here. Let me look at a calendar. Two, four, six. We have six more episodes until the playoffs. That's wow. it. Three That's weeks. It. Eh? Yeah. Three That's weeks, it, boys. One, two. It's fucking crunch time, fellas. It's crunch time. I'm dialed in. I can't wait for it. But um, I guess we could. Yeah, I guess we could go into some of the Orioles stuff. The people have to shut up about like, oh no, Romano. Romano has a one nine ERA in the. This is first blown save at home yeah, this give year. Give the right? guy a fucking break. The guy, like you, you, you can make a mistake. You know, you know, Mariano Rivera lost games in the World Series, right? Like he you lost- know, he blew games in the fucking like ALCS and the to World the D backs. He lost a whole. He was on the mound to lose a World Series, right? Yeah. So like, people like we got to start asking. Like some of our TikTok comments were, "Is Romano the guy?" Yeah, Romano's there's no the- other option. <laughs> Jimmy heaters, but he, yeah, he got touched up a little bit. Yeah, he did get touched up a little bit, but that's the guy. Romano's the guy. Oh, did you guys see um, that little bitch who chirped Kirk is walking it all back yeah, now? I saw that. Today. Really? What do you say? Um, I sorry, I should have had it pulled up. He but. just said like 
He said like it was unacceptable what he said. I deeply regret saying it, period. The words were harsh. The sentiment was out of bounds. I deeply regret it. Oh, oh, do you? Or is it because you got fucking dog walked by the internet? Is that why? Wait, he he doesn't have Twitter anymore, though. No, Uh, it's a Toronto Star article. (laughs) Oh, that's all time, man. So you just walked it back? Yeah, he had to. That's brutal, man. We wouldn't. Oh, God. Like, we wouldn't say that's just so absurd to say. He's our favorite player. We made sure to be the offside fucking podcast. Look at us. We called him the best person of all time because he's thick. Jesus. People love Jesus, Jesus. man. I don't, but I love Kirk. I do love Kirk. He's the fucking king. You ever come out? You come out the king. You better not fucking miss. Mm -hmm. And that guy missed because he's a fucking bum. Another guy that we have to talk about, man. And I texted this to you guys. Teoscar Hernandez. He is struggling, struggling. He's two for his last 26, hitting 211 in the last in his last 30 games. A 111 OBP in his last seven games, 115 slugging. What the fuck is going on with this dude? I mean, I know you struggle, but Jesus, man. Like it's tough. Cause like it's like kind of like the like when Bo was struggling and then now they're hard on Vlad. And Which is like, crazy. They're hard on yeah, He's on a 12 crazy. game hitting yeah. streak. He's a 12 game hitting streak. Yeah. T Oscar is also like kind of gets forgotten, but he's a very sort of hit or miss guy. Like when he's hot, he's fucking hot. But when he's, he's not, it's but he's not. It, it's bad. So I don't know. You just hope that he can get hot going into playoffs at this point. Right. Yeah. And another thing is Kirk, the Kirk injury update. He announces his child is Kirk having too much sex is what my question <laughs> is. That is that why his hip hurts? Some are saying, did Kirk hurt his hip fucking? That's what yeah. I want to know. That's that's what everyone wants to know. Because the child, congrats on the girl, by the way, Kirk. Um, that was that was cute. That was adorable. Kevin Biggio there, Alec Manoa. Like, I know we say this every episode. I, I couldn't love Alec Manoa more. Does he not seem like one of like the best, like genuinely cares about his teammates dude of all time? He seems he like, yeah, he's. He rides mm-hmm. or dies for his boys and he backs it up and he talks a lot of shit. And he's yeah, he's awesome for the city of Toronto for baseball because he, he has like a hockey player mentality. That's why the people fall in love with him too. Mm-hmm. Like he would he would be Dustin Bufflin. That's not a weight thing. That's just like one of my favorite hockey players of all time. Just a guy yeah. who can do it all, score, play defense, fight. Just an awesome yeah. guy. I love Manoa, man. And Manoa's I feel gonna like... be leading this staff for years. And oh, he's yeah. gonna be Wait till he just guy's going to be running the show with these fucking rookies. Oh, he will be. And it's like, I know we, we got to also realize like this team, this is it. This is just for playoff experience, man. If they make it to the ALCS or whatever, the world series or whatever, like this is just icing on the cake. I just want to see this team in a world series atmosphere, full fans in the stadium. I want to see that. Like, I want to see how they perform in that. And I, and that, and it just goes to show you, man, that George Springer pickup is so, so important because he's like a leader in the locker room. And he's probably a guy that can like talk to, like, may help guys stay relaxed during this stuff because he's been through it fucking all. World Series chant, World Series MVP. And I don't know if Avery, do you remember that, or JR, do you remember that game in the World Series where George Springer just like launched two home runs against the Dodgers or it was a leadoff home run? Do you guys yeah. remember that? Wasn't that game fucked? Like the score was absurd, wasn't it like 16 15? I don't remember. I'm going to search his postseason hitting. That was a that was that series in general was 
absolutely fucked. That Dodgers. This is absurd. And I know the cheating scandal shit. George, George Springer in the 2017 World Series hit 379 with five home runs. Holy fuck. I mean, that series was high scoring as shit, if I if I remember correctly. I remember and then another crazy. another good stat, which is after, I believe it was after like the, the cheating scandal because it was like 2020. 389 against the fucking um, Oakland Athletics in the ALDS in 2020. 389. I mean, this guy rakes. He's, he has a career average of 339 in the World Series, 303 in the ALDS. I'm not going to read the rest because those aren't that. Yeah, good. the ALCS and the wild card aren't great. But yeah, I mean, 339 in the World Series? His, the he has fuck? an OPS uh, almost of 1,300 in the World Series. <laughs> That's fucking wild. Don't let him get there. Don't let him get there. That's all we're going to say. Don't let him get there. Do not let him get there. Dude, He uh, he's been... Um, He's going to be a massive part of this fucking team in the playoffs. Do you think I can't wait to, to see amputate his arm from the shoulder after <laughs> the season. They might. They seriously might. They seriously might. But what do you think God. is the worst body part on a current Blue Jay right now? Because George Springer's elbow has to be there. It's George Springer's elbow, and it's not even close. I think Pete Walker's liver. <laughs> <laughs> Pete Walker's liver. Um. Another question from the chat that I want to talk about is uh, our thoughts on the new playoff format, which we do have an understanding 100% of now. We thought it was going to be. I don't. I don't have it. Well, we thought it was going to be an easier path because we thought we didn't realize the third place team faces the last wild, like the last division winner, which makes zero fucking sense. That's the only gripe I have to pick with it, that if you finish third in the wild card, you have an easier path to the world series but usually that shouldn't happen i bet over time that that wouldn't play no that's what i'm saying that's the only gripe that i have with the new playoff format like Mm -hmm. there's no incentive to finish at the top Mm -hmm. of the wild card because you're playing the the astros the best team in the al after that that's the only gripe i have i think it's very dumb i can't (laughs) yeah it's turned out shitty this year for sure yeah and uh so Another one. So the Jays have 15 games left, I believe it is. What is your minimum record for this team to go? Nine and six. Nine and six. Nine and six puts them at 92 wins, which easily does it, obviously. I mean, I think 90 wins makes the playoffs, but because the Orioles are, oh my God, the Orioles are almost seven games back. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think you're right, Abe. I think. I think above 500 ball the rest of the year, especially with this tough schedule, like they face the Yankees, they face the Rays, like the Phillies aren't that bad. I think uh, I'm going to say eight and seven. I'm going to say 91 wins. Does it? I'd be happy with that too. I'm pretty sure the Orioles have a fucked up schedule too. eh? they play like the the end of the year on like, they they face the Astros, Red Sox, Yankees, Blue Jays. Holy shit. Yeah. I remember they were talking about that on the broadcast. That is something crazy. Oh, maybe it wasn't them. Someone... The Jays can gain some ground, though, boys, because the, mm. the Rays are facing the Astros this week. Rays lose that series, and Jays take two of two from the Phillies, which is what we're going to talk about here soon. They could, like, make some pretty decent ground to finish first in that wild card. And the Mariners lost the series 3-1 to one to the fucking Angels. Sleeper team. So it's... It is crazy. Um, let's go into this Philly series. 
So tomorrow it's Ross Stripling versus Kyle Gibson, and then Kevin Gossman versus Zach Wheeler. I'm if I have this correct, these are two pitchers that the Jays dog walked in Toronto. I know Wheeler was one of them. I don't remember Gibson, but I could just be forgetting shit. This is a good this is a good matchup. Ross Stripling and Kevin Gossman going in Philly. I don't hate that. I'm gonna say Jay Sweet. Ooh, nice. One and one for me. You're gonna go one and one. JR. Mm, sweet. Wow. Okay. All right. T- taking two in Citizens Bank would be all time. And then mm-hmm. going into Tampa. I I the t- Tropicana Field's a house of fucking horrors. I hope I, we yeah, I hope we never play a playoff game there. <laughs> me too. I hope we never do again do you, either. Do you think we take down the banner, the wild card banner? Um, if we make the playoffs this year? I would hope so. But we're replacing it with another like wild card participant banner. Fuck. Yeah, that's true. So the Jays are going to have to put it. Oh my God. That's my nightmare. Jays having two wild card banners. That's my fucking nightmare. They wouldn't put it up before though. They put it up next year. (laughs) I don't care. Like just two wild card banners is fucking nightmare fuel, dude. Well, yeah. Just so bad. That would be terrible. Yeah. No, no, no. (laughs) Hashtag delete the banner. Delete both. Good would juju. You, would you? This is fucked. I shouldn't say this. Would you put Roberto Alomar back up to take the other banner down? That's putting me on the spot. Then, <laughs> no, I can't say I would. Come on. I'm I don't know. Dis- I'm, I'm not glad you speak. disavowed sexual assault. Wilner wouldn't. Yeah, this pot hand up. This podcast is against sexual assault. I 100%. Wilner has come out. Has Wilnerness come out against it? I don't think so. But, um, yeah, I I don't think I can take that trade. I can't take that trade. That's a Good. terrible trade. Good call. Although uh, you got to separate the art from the artist. Sometimes Alomar was disgusting at baseball. <laughs> at home, I I never saw him play really. So I saw his highlights because my dad loves Roberto Alomar. <laughs> a funny story actually about me. So I went to Laser Quest with Roberto Alomar. <laughs> no, you didn't. I swear to God, I, I'll Did, find the picture. So Jerry, you have to love Laser Quest. Well, there's like. Dude, I no, Palladium, used to be sorry. the spot. Man. I went to Palladium with him. So funny story. This okay. is story. Palladium is not laser class. I know. I understand that. <laughs> I fucked up. So I went to Palladium with Roberto Alomar. So what happened was my dad is a massive Roberto Alomar fan. Like would fuck him if he got the opportunity. And he said, um, like he wrote. So Roberto Alomar's ex-wife, because he's had like 80 wives, had this Roberto Alomar fan page. My dad wrote a Bible verse about how much he loves him. And the wife said, we're going to be in Toronto for like some sort of, I think the 20 year anniversary of the world series it was. And like, we'd love to meet you. So I went and I just remember, I don't remember it. Like Roberto Alomar signed this like frame Jersey for my dad and stuff like that. And we were just having dinner with Roberto Alomar. And like, we were just at the batting cages at Palladium with like my family and his kids and shit. And I just remember like, what the fuck? Cause I, I didn't really understand baseball players were famous at that time. Cause I was so young. I think I was like, how old was I? Like, oh, wait, no, it wasn't 20. It was 10 year anniversary. So I was like five or six. But um, it, all I remember is we were walking around Palladium and like there was security guards around us. And I was like, what the fuck are these big fucking white dudes doing around us? Like protecting. And there was just fucking flashes all over us because Roberto was there before. Like, I don't know if it was maybe it was a Jersey retirement. I don't remember. But I just remember, like, why am I eating dinner at Palladium out of all fucking places with Roberto Alomar? It was one of the most wild, like, what the fuck am I doing moments of my life? It was, it was insane. 
Good story, me and, man. Me and Alomar. But I, I wanted to do a segment for this podcast to end it off. Um, Charlie Montoyo moment of the week. Like, <laughs> and I'll have you guys prepare next time, and I'll lead off. A moment, and this is a new segment alert, and we'll keep this going for the Gate 14 Awards, which will be happening, right? I think the Gate 14 Awards have to happen. Yes. That'd be the greatest YouTube video of all time, like all of us dressed up and like just announcing these random awards. What if we the- film the awards at playoffs? That is crazy. That's, that's a no, nightmare that, idea. That's a nightmare idea. We got to do it at the end of the season. It's a, it's a great idea. Nightmare logistically. Nightmare, nightmare logistically. But so my Charlie Montoyo <laughs> moment of the week is when you were brain dead during the week. And this is my moment. This is going to show you how my brain works at a million c- cylinders. So I went to a gas station and I went to go fill up my, my tires with air. I go in, get the change for the tires, put the change in and just drive off. <laughs> didn't brain dead mo- i did not fill my tires with air i went in paid for the gas and I, I hear the machine and i just drive off without actually putting airs in my tires and i just i can just imagine the guy at shell looking out the window like what the fuck is this dude do-? like the thing is still running and this dickhead just drove away so that was my charlie montoya moment of the week do you guys have a, like hey, jr did you have a moment this week where you kind of had a melt our avery i looks like oh you know, i have one for jr and it happened last what? night in our game Okay, okay, let's hear the let's hear the Charlie Montoya moment of the week. Well, I have one for myself. Um, this is just classic <laughs> me being dumb. Uh, ran out of data on my phone. Ten days left. Used my phone for ten days on data without uh, topping it up <laughs> at all. So, Wait, so what'd you do? <laughs> I just kept using my phone data. Like my overage <laughs> charges are. I'm gonna spend ten thousand dollars on my phone bill. <laughs> um, so that is such a you move. That was brain dead move of the week. I. I maybe used my phone more than I ever have in that time too. We were watching fucking soccer matches, like watching streams. Just... Yeah, because we took the bus to Windsor. I was on my phone the whole time, both ways. Not great. That's yeah. not fucking great. Jr. What's Jr. What's your moment, Jr. <laughs> I'm trying to think if it's the one Abe thing. Is it uh, first inning yesterday? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> we have a playoff game, and uh, the boys always crumble in playoffs. It's just our kind of our <laughs> it's thing. The curse of the goats, man. <laughs> the curse of the goats. So we were down early, like pretty heavily we're like holy fuck boys anyway so i i get on first i steal second i'm on second and the guy just picks me off and i'm out by a mile That's like, <laughs> <laughs> like not even close it's like fuck i guess i've never seen a pick off the second in a while <laughs> that's a great but charlie that was a great, moment. there's also another charlie in the parking lot um, I said, Chris, Would you illegally drink alcohol in there. I say, no, people don't say that. Yeah. All right. Just keep true. going. I go uh, to my brother, Chris. I go, everyone knows Chris on this pod, but <laughs> I go, uh, I go, Chris is my glove over there. This is just classic. <laughs> and he's like, no, man, I don't think it's there, but like, go check the codes. This I'm walking over. I'm like, like, how the fuck did I forget my glove? Blah, blah, blah. And then I realize it's on my head. <laughs> All right, that's a great start. I didn't know that. <laughs> that's a great start. For Chris Charlie goes, Montoya. "Where's the glove?" And I said, "It was on my head. It was on my head." That's Fuck a great six. start to Charlie Montoya moment of the week. Yeah. And another thing that I—this I, I, is just me, like being like living online. I'm obsessed with that white girl rapping video. You know that one, Avery? Oh. Period. Ah, uh, period. Uh, period. <laughs> I'm obsessed. I can't. Stop I have a better it. one. Have you seen the knockoff We Hoopin? Oh, white boy M. No, 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 no. 
I'm going to send you the video. <laughs> I need you to live react and tell me if you've seen this guy. It has to be White Boy M. No, no, no. It's not. Sorry, it's not a knockoff. It's someone doing his content, but um, he's a little different. Is it a white guy? Yeah, it's a white guy. You will not know what I'm talking about until I you will. See. It's a white blonde dude. No, no. It's I know who White Boy M is, <laughs> motherfucker. I know who he is. Watch this video. Both of you just got it in your inbox right now, and I want you to live react. I think it's the funniest content I've seen in my whole entire life. <laughs> We hooping had a master class this weekend. We hooping was awesome. He was awesome. Let's do it. Oh, it's a it's a wipe. It's a it's oh it's we hooping. Uh, it's not I show speed. Did you say I show speed? No, I said we hooping. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, I've seen that guy. Okay, I've seen that guy. Okay, okay, I know which guy <laughs> you're talking about. So people listening know which guy I'm talking about. I have seen that guy. Oh, that guy's God. all time. That guy's all time. But um. I guess we can end it here. What an electric episode. I um the I, thick I miss the, the boys thick Jesus man. shirts. The thick Jesus shirts are ready. If you're listening to this, it means they're ready and getting shipped out. They will be ready for the playoff run, like I promised. Hashtag thank you, Johnny. Busting my fucking ass to get this shit ready. You mm-hmm. love to see it. And you love um, to see that shit, man. You love to see it, man. JR dealing with the fucking website, me dealing with the logistics. That's how shit runs. I see work right there. I was getting the graphic designer get the designs, right? Yep. It yeah, was A's it, up the graph designer's ass. No, man. don't say that. Cam's our guy, though. Thank you, no, Cam. No, no, I just mean like you're up, like you're doing good job over there, keeping yeah. them alive. Shout out, Cam. But mm-hmm. um, as always, man, love you listeners. And tell your friends, friends about this. Let's get back up to number two on the charts again. I know where it's skewed because we haven't dropped an episode in like four days or whatever it is, but let's get us back up to number two, number three. John Gibbons show is going to be competing with us, but that's just the, that's how oh, we'll works. just, yeah, we'll just maybe buy him out or something. We need to get his blood alcohols checked before the episodes. True. We're actually, we're the best sober Blue Jays podcast. There we go. I can't, I can't guarantee that Blair and Barker aren't swinging a couple back. They're recording <laughs> daily. So as always, man, let's have a great week. Big. This is it. Every single game means shit now. All right. It's time to buckle it the fuck up. Hopefully that speech I had earlier about playoff baseball at the Rogers Center fired the people up, the homegrown talent. I'm fired up. I can't wait for it. Let's have a great week. Any final send off, J.R. Avery? Nope. Excited. Nope.